Good morning, class. Good morning. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Welcome to Faith School. Uh, so many good things are going on here. We, uh, we have a confession that we make on a regular basis, and so we want to say it again today. What happens at Faith School? Uh, we have it on the screen. My spirit is fed. My faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. Let's say it again. My spirit is fed. My faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. Praise God. I learn how. It is God's will that we uh, not be defeated, that we not be overcome, for He has made us overcomers. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't be shocked then when there's something comes up in life to come over. <laughs> yeah, you can't be an overcomer if you never come over anything. And so there are, this life is certainly not perfect and there's an enemy here and so many problems. Uh, but the scripture says the just, as we'll see in just a moment, the just shall live by faith. And faith is the victory that overcomes the world. How, people say, how do I get through this? How do I uh, make it through this? By faith. Uh, you might say, well, it's, it's by God. It is. But the way He responds to us and helps us is by our faith. When we operate in faith, it opens the door. It gives Him access to move and manifest. So let's pray and believe God that He shows us and we can get our faith, like we said, fed and built, get our thinking changed, adjusted, whatever we need, so that we no longer are defeated and run over, but we overcome. Come on, sit out loud and pray it with me. Father God, Father God open, our eyes. open our eyes. Help us to see, Help us to see words, words your, words, your words, that words that feed us, that feed us and, build us and build us up. Give us answers. Give us, answers. Give us, help, Give us help for right now. For right now. In, Jesus name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And we purpose not just to be hearers only, but... Doers of the Word of God. If you'd open your uh, textbook, the greatest textbook that there is, to Hebrews, the 10th chapter, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, we'll begin in verse 35. It says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Confidence is another word for faith, as we'll see in just a few verses later. He said, you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. You know, uh, things don't always happen instantly. They don't always happen today or the next day. That's why you need the patience, <laughs> the perseverance. But through faith and patience, perseverance, we inherit, we receive. He said, uh, <clears throat> verse 38, now the just shall live by faith. Just refers to those who've been justified, 
by their faith in what Jesus has done. This refers to every believer. We are to not just get born again by faith, not just make heaven by faith, but we are to live. It's how we function. It's how we get up in the morning. It's how we go to work, go to school. It's how we uh, respond. Uh, you don't have to know all the details to know the correct response to every challenge, to every situation. When people say in desperation and panic, what are we going to do? What in the world are we going to do? Here's what you're going to do. We're going to believe God. <laughs> right? You don't have to know the details, but we which have believed do enter into rest. You just uh, basic faith prevents you from hyperventilating and panicking because you know that even though you don't know, you know the one who does know, Amen. right? Amen. And, and he has been so faithful to you. He's shown you again and again. He's helped you through again and again. So why would he not help you this time? He will. And so even though we don't yet have the answer, we can still respond in strong faith by saying, he'll show us. We'll get it. Somebody needs to say that right now. <laughs> say it out loud. He'll show me. He'll show me. I'll, get it. I'll get it. We'll do the right thing. We'll go the right way. Victory is ours. Hallelujah. And you can say that when your head doesn't have a clue about what to do. So you do know what to do even when you don't know what to do. What are we going to do? We're going to believe God. Right? Not just a phrase, but actually living by faith. The just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back unto perdition or destruction, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is one of the greatest definitions of faith that you'll ever read or hear. It is the Spirit of God, God, giving His definition of what faith is. And you don't get any better than that. And let me read these words to you uh, from the definitions because the King James uses, you know, certain words. Other translations use a little bit different words. And it's important that we not get technical about it, but that we understand the spirit of it. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Um, one, one way to say it, instead of saying substance, uh, a lot of translations say confidence. Or that word substance means that which lies under, like a foundation. Your faith has to have a foundation. Your faith has to have something you're standing on. If you say, I'm believing God, you're believing God to do what? Based on what? Uh, among so-called word and faith circles, uh, a lot of folks have used that phrase, believe God, believing God, so much that it's actually being misused. People say, well, you know, I'm, I'm believing God, uh, just as a general response. And like we said, that is the right thing to do. But again, 
When you say, I'm believing God, ask yourself those two questions. I'm believing God to do what? Based on what? The faith is not just imagining something or just grabbing something off the top of your head. How does faith come? Does anybody remember? It comes by hearing and hearing by the anointed word, the word of the Christ. And so uh, the, way, the reason I can have faith in God to do something is because I read, I heard by his spirit something he told me he would do. Then I've got a solid uh, rock, ground, foundation to stand on. And faith is that foundation, that confidence of things hoped for. Another word for hope, in the, according to the scripture word, is expect. Faith is the confidence of things expected. I, I'm expecting something to happen that I have no reason in the natural <laughs> to expect to happen. Well, why am I expecting it to happen then? Because I have confidence in what I'm standing on. The Lord said this, and I'm confident. Everybody say confident. confident. I'm confident. You remember Abraham, the scripture said in Romans 4 about Abraham that he was fully persuaded. What? That what God had promised, what he had said, he was able to perform. Can you see us exactly that idea of confidence? He is convinced that what God told him is coming to pass, even though he's got no reason to expect it in the natural, he's got confidence in what God told him. Faith is the confidence of things expected. And the next phrase says, it is what? The evidence of things not seen. Another word for evidence is conviction. In fact, I think if you'll study these words in the original words, you'll find this is very accurate, uh, the first word to say confidence and this word to say conviction. It's the confidence of things expected. It's the conviction of things not seen. Now, conviction, we get our word convince from that. You are convinced of the existence and the reality of something your senses cannot uh, confirm. Convinced of what your senses can't confirm. <laughs> well, why would you be convinced of something you can't see, you can't hear, you can't smell, you can't touch? Again, how does faith come? By what he said. Why are you convinced? Why I'm convinced, I know you are too, I'm convinced Heaven is real. Yes. And God is there. Yes. Right? Yes. And the angels. And the patriarchs. And all the saints. And I got a lot of family and friends there. How about you? Yes. I'm convinced. I hadn't been there. You know, as far as seeing the throne and, and all that. I hadn't seen the Father on the throne. I hadn't seen all those people there. Uh, I had a little experience, but hadn't seen all of that. But I'm convinced all that's there. Amen. Are you? Yes, yes. Things I haven't seen, I'm convinced of. So uh, does that stir you up to see this definition again? I, what is faith? It is the confidence of what's expected. It is the conviction of what's not seen. 
what is not confirmed by the senses. Now, the reason I take time to go over it again is because you'll see that uh, in this entire 11th chapter. Every verse, you'll see a repetition of what we just read here. You'll see them expecting things they had no reason to expect in the natural. You'll see them convinced of things they had never seen. And a lot of times, uh, you know, in, in, for instance, in the situation of Noah that we talked about a while back of uh, how he prepared that ark for the saving of his house. Well, nobody on the planet had ever seen a rain and a flood and all that. But he was uh, convinced. <laughs> Is that right? He was, con he was so convinced it's coming that he worked for years building this ark and getting ready, convinced of something not only that he had never seen, but nobody on the planet had ever seen. Well, we've never seen the rapture, but I'm convinced. Anybody convinced? The trumpet's going to sound. Is that right? The dead in Christ are going to rise, and we're going to be, you know, uh, rise up to meet him and them in the air. And the Bible said, we'll be forever together with the Lord. I'm, are you convinced of it? I, I'm, not, I'm not laying awake at night going, man, I hope it's true. Man, I hope, I, I'm not hoping or wavering. I'm convinced. Well, why would I be? Why would I be convinced of something I haven't seen? Something that nobody in the world has yet experienced. I'm convinced because I heard him say it in this book. Is that right? I heard him say it by his spirit. I'm convinced of it. And uh, you, you hear sometimes people say, well, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, I just can't believe that. I just can't. I'm an educated person. Well, what are you saying about us? <laughs> no, it's not true that you can't believe it. Faith is a choice. The, the, the reality is you choose not to believe it. You could believe it if you choose to. And if you're smart, you'll go ahead and believe it now, this side of eternity. Let's keep reading. He said, now faith is, like we said again, the confidence of things expected and the uh, conviction or being convinced of things not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Now, if it's your first time joining us, uh, we have gone over a lot of this in previous weeks in faith school. And one thing we saw was that God testifies of his people's faith. And that's what he's talking about right here, that the patriarch's faith was approved and commended by God himself. And we see in 1 Peter and other places that in time to come, our faith is going to be praised by none other than God. <laughs> now, that, that's a high thought, isn't it? That God is going to praise our faith. Well, think about this. Um, he, you know, Jesus talked about this, that people that had been faithful and obedient with what he had given them, that in that day he would say, well done, right? Well done, good and faith, faithful. You can't be faithful without some faith. <laughs> well 
done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over much. Uh, what, what does that phrase mean? Well done. Well done. Is the Lord commending? The Lord's praising. And so, uh, man, that alone ought to motivate us greatly, shouldn't it? Yes. To uh, live by faith, walk by faith. Keep going. He said, uh, through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying, see that's that same idea, God testified of Abel's gift. Here God commended Abel's offering, and here we're told it was not just because of what he gave, but it was because he gave it in faith. And his faith pleased God. And by it, he being dead, yet speak. We're still talking about all these centuries later, still talking about Abel's faith and his offering. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And why? Because God was impressed by it. He was pleased with it. And so he had it recorded for all generations because he wants us talking about Abel's faith and Abel's offering. Why? So that we go out and do likewise, right? We have faith like him and we give offerings like him. Verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Again, why did he please God? God testified of people's faith. God was pleased with Enoch's faith. And he never changes. If we walk in faith, he'll be pleased with our faith. What amazing, illustrious company we can be in. Right? <laughs> Think about it, that God would say, oh yeah, I'm pleased with Abraham's faith, and I'm pleased with Keith's faith, and I'm pleased with Susie's faith, and Bob's faith, and John's faith. To be called among that group, what an awesome thing. And that's not just imagining visions of grandeur, it is reality if we'll choose not to be whiners and criers and doubters, and complainers, Amen. huh? But we choose to be believers, Amen. hallelujah, yes. and shouters, yes. and those who obey, and those who are victorious ones, that pleases God. Doesn't please Him when we draw back, when we lay down, when we give up. When we, get, when we quit, remember what he said in the 10th chapter? Uh, if, you, if you draw back, I won't have any pleasure in you. Don't, what's the opposite of drawing back? <laughs> Stepping up, right? <laughs> Moving out. Uh, instead of laying down, stand up. Instead of pulling back, reach forward and lay hold. And that pleases God. He said, uh, verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet. Can you see he keeps referring to verse 1. What is faith? 
It's the conviction of things not seen. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. You will see that every one of these, by faith Abel, by faith Enoch, by faith Noah, every one of them describes not just what the person, the convictions they had, but their actions. Everybody say action. action. And that is actually something that James goes into, and I think we'll look at it in just a moment, that faith without action is dead. Dead faith produces no results. Uh, the live, excuse me, the, the just will live by, you could say, living faith. Now, the very next phrase, and I, I, I did that to review a little bit for those that hadn't been with us, but we're down now to verse 9 in our study. We've talked about Abel, we talked about Enoch, we talked about Noah, and look who we've got today in verse 8. By faith, Abraham. <laughs> Reckon we could learn anything about faith <laughs> by studying Abraham's life and his walk. Oh, my. Abraham is called the father, a father of faith, and he's called the friend of God. And we're called, by faith in Jesus, we're called the seed of Abraham. So uh, they don't come much more important to study about faith than uh, Father Abraham. So let's look in verse 8 and uh, believe the Lord right now to show us what it was about Abraham. Of course, he still exists in heaven, but as I, he lived his life, what, what was it and is it about his heart and about his makeup that made him the faith giant that he was in his generation? And why is the Lord telling us about it? Well, it's so we can be the same. We can live the same, think the same, function the same. He said, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing where he went. <laughs> what can we learn about faith from this? <laughs> well, what is faith? Faith is the confidence of things expected. Faith is the conviction of things not seen. Did Abraham have some confidence? Hmm? Well, did he expect some things that he didn't see yet? Did Abraham have conviction of what had, he had not seen and not experienced yet? One thing you'll notice, like we've mentioned already, is that every one of these, by faith Abel, by faith Noah, by faith Abraham, is followed by an action, a verb, an action. By faith Abel offered. Do you hear that? Yes. Offered. By faith Enoch was translated. By faith Noah prepared. By faith, Abraham obeyed, and other words. But faith is not just idly and dormantly 
saying you believe something. If you're really persuaded of something, you will act on it. Hmm? And if you won't act on it, you're not fully persuaded. You're still kicking it around. <laughs> you're still weighing your options. You're still considering plan B or C or D. But can you see, faith acts. Faith moves. Faith does. Go with me to James and, and let's remind ourselves of this. In James, the second chapter, and I'm going to read this from the complete Jewish uh, Bible translation, James 2.17. The complete Jewish says, Thus faith by itself, unaccompanied by actions, is dead. Someone will say, You have faith and I have actions. Show me this faith of yours without the actions. I'll show you my faith by my actions. You believe that God is one. Good for you. The demons believe it too. The thought makes them shudder with fear. You know, we want a faith better than the demons have. Yes. Is that right? <laughs> now, come on, think about this. What's he talking about? It's what the demons believe. They believe that God is real, that he exists, that he's God, but not enough for them to submit to him and obey him. So it, it's a saying you believe, but it's no response, no action. Uh, we got better than demon faith. He said, verse 20, foolish fella, do you want to be shown that such faith apart from actions is barren? Wasn't Abraham declared righteous because of actions when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith worked with his actions, and by the actions the faith was made complete. Verse 24, you see a person is declared righteous because of actions, not faith alone, not dead faith. Verse 26, indeed, just as the body without a spirit is dead, so too faith without actions is dead. The new century says, faith that does nothing is dead. One translation says, faith that does nothing is worth nothing. Faith, living faith, acts. It is said uh, by those who knew him that Brother Smith Wigglesworth uh, used to pace the floor sometime and just say for minutes at a time, faith is an act. Faith is an act. Faith is an act endeavoring to encourage somebody to move and act on the Word of God. And when they did, they saw miracles. Is it the same today? Yes. God's the same today? Yes. Praise God. Well, uh, amazingly, our time is up for the class today. How do we live? How do we walk class? I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith giving glory to God. Praise God. We'll see you next time in Faith School.